Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Boats and Joes podcast. I'm your host, Joey Gracie, and I'm um, with my co-host. Matthew Gudetti. And today we got... Jordan Bell. What's up, guys? How you doing? How you doing? Oh, yeah. J-Ball's a great friend of ours. Uh, he's always wanted to come on here since we started. So, um, J-Ball, it's good to have you, baby. Uh, definitely great. Uh, for the, grateful to be here. Uh, happy to have you uh, guys share the platform with me. Uh, like I said, I watch coming episodes. You guys do a great job, so keep up the good work. Uh, like I said, I'm glad to I'm glad to be here. Hey, uh, let's uh, talk a little bit about how uh, Joe and I met Jordan Bell and uh, where we've gone. You know. Yeah, so we met in the uh, COVID uh, football season since it's 2020. Um, you know, uh, obviously all coming in as freshmen. Uh, I now play defensive line, uh, but in that year I got switched to offensive line, and you know it was just me and Matt and Joey, um, former teammate Ryan McCabe, uh, on the top of my head, for just freshmen just coming in, and you know we were always around each other every day, talking every day in meetings. Uh, and we were all beat tired after school, and so it was, that's really about it. And then obviously we've been in the program now for three years. I got moved back to D line, but I still connect with these guys all the time. Still got great love for all these all these guys. So that's really just how we met. Um, like I said, great guys, great people to be around, you know, and love competing with them every day in practice. And it's just a blast. Heck yeah. So uh, we all look at that COVID season as like, oh, that thing sucked. Like, you know, but there's a little trend going on here how that COVID year brought us some of our best friends and uh, like the best people around us like for example Delaney and I like we met them in the COVID year you know if that never happened who knows if we would ever met them they've been on the show Angel Angel we connected with Angel so much you know some of our past guests and you know just Jordan Bell like he's another one of those guys that like yeah we hate the COVID year but here we are talking with one of our Best friends on the podcast oh, yeah. from the and we met him in the COVID year, you know. Absolutely, I feel like the COVID year. I tell, um, obviously, I live with Marks and Briggs, we're seniors who came in, and I live with Zamir Mobley, um, and who I consider Zah one of my closest friends. Just you know, you know we played off. He, I wanted to protect him at all times, you know. And then in the COVID season, you know, I met the you guys, so it's like you know we were just always around each other, like we were all like going through the same kind of struggles because it's like online school and like and we go to practice early in the morning when it's cold as crap outside and my mother unfortunately got COVID so then you know I was away from you guys and so and then there were times where you guys started the season away so it was just different things and I feel mm -hmm. like that definitely there we went through situations there where it's like it's so much easier now to go through some of the stuff we go through because like nothing is hard like, like we were talking about spring ball the other day um and I was like nothing's hard as that COVID season Nothing as crazy as that COVID season. So, uh, like I said, like Matt said, any Joe, I don't like that season was definitely something that, yeah, we all hated, but we it brought us together a lot. Heck yeah! So another thing, uh, Jordan, talk a little bit about your uh, radio show. Jordan had us on about a couple of weeks ago on his uh, radio show, and you know it's it's a great experience. He has like a little setup on campus that uh, the university provides for him, and. Just talk to us a little bit about it, how you got it, and uh, what made you want want to do something like that. Absolutely. Um, so what made me get involved was obviously I'm a big sports fanatic. I, mean, I love sports, and obviously, you know, I just wanted something to do with sports and sports talk. So 
my professor, I took a radio class and my professor was like, oh, if you guys want a radio show or anything about that, let me know. We did a couple of trials in class and from like the week two, he was like, you seem very professional, you seem really good at this. And he's like, you should do it. So I was like, all right, cool. So that just made me, you know, want to do it more. Once I got to do it, I got comfortable. And after my first episode, I was like, this is where I should be. This is where I should be. You know, if football does not work out, this is where I need to be. So just, I just love it. It's my baby. I love it. Love doing it. Uh, after a stressful day, even a stressful week, um, I get to go in the studio, talk to some of my favorite people, pick their brains, um, and just, you know, learn more about people and have people listen and learn more about not only, let's say so, the sport that they play or their hobby that they do, but the life lessons that they learn from it. Like, you know, I had um, a rapper on, well, Mr. Durant, he was my first rapper on, and to learn how he approaches music and life is so cool because I'm always talking about how sports and life go together as one. Yes. So even, you know, adversity, like, you're facing now, Joey, like mm-hmm. you faced last year, Matt, mm-hmm. or even someone like a Katie Morrison who I had, who, you know, senior year, like this is it, and how she's facing and how she just wants to be with her team. Just kind of teach people like, okay, yeah, these are athletes, but they're real people. Mm-hmm. They're the real things, and just because you maybe not go through, uh, athletes go through, you can also go through stuff too, and then maybe just get a different perspective on things. So I really love it. I appreciate it. I appreciate everyone that comes on. I appreciate anyone that listens. Um, and I just want to keep this thing rolling for the next couple of years that I'm here. So it's 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 pretty uh <laughs> it's pretty nice to see that you got people other than just athletes on there. And that's what we want to do more. It's just mm-hmm. hard right now because uh we're at school, we're in football season. So this like just a lot of people that have similar schedules to us are athletes. But like like you said, the the artist, the rapper you had on, it's easy. It's it's nice to see that their perspective, how they connect music and life. But when our perspective, we connect sports and life. It's just like, you know, it's it's nice to see other perspectives. And you know, as a sports player, there's just nice to know that there's other things out there other than sports. You know. One hundred percent. Yeah, and then like what you said about like, uh, you know. Uh, adversity and uh stuff us athletes go through and um obviously like you can compare it with uh artists too like people i feel like a lot of people see these artists or these uh players just as their job and what they do and they don't see them as like being another human being like i I don't know much about uh the russell westbrook situation but i from what i what i see he's getting like all, all this hate because uh, because I, I don't know, like the team's not doing well mm-hmm. and it's all being put on him. Yeah, I mean, I'm not fully sure, but that from what I see so far, like that's what it looks like to me. And like people are treating him like shit and he's just another human being and not like just something like you throw money at, you know? Yeah, I mean, the Russell Westbrook situation, I run into a little bit. It's just, um, who he is and who he's playing with. So you're playing with an athlete like LeBron James. LeBron James is a huge athlete. You're playing with a guy like Anthony Davis, who is a generational athlete who won a championship, and they're trying to come back and win a championship. And this guy is someone who maybe just hasn't been, you know, hasn't been doing his job lately, taking bad shots, making bad reads, and he's not doing his job. And you're playing for a team like the Lakers. That's a huge market in L.A. So you just don't look as well. 
Now, the Hayes receiving is not necessary from a lot of different standpoints. Like he's getting death threats at not just him, his wife, and his kids. But that's drawing the line in sports. No matter what, how bad we do or things happen, death threats should not be anywhere near that. Because at the end of the day, these are still people. These aren't animations like you said. These aren't like just, it's not just a hobby to them sometimes. These things we love. So he loves the sport of basketball. So, you know, obviously, myself, I've criticized Russ before. But that's just because it's part of what I do. And as sports fans, what I do. But, you know, the hate you receive sometimes is a little too much. But, you know, I, I understand that where it's coming from. Though. So, um, do you have anything else to add? Well, it's just like, I'm just like really happy to have you on because, uh, I feel, I feel like you were, uh, the turning point for really wanting to have the podcast. I saw you post about the radio show. I'm like, man, he can do it, man. Like, like why, why can't, why can't I? So that's when, that's when I started telling Matt, like, yo, like it would be so sick to listen or like if we had our own podcast or something and he goes, and this is when we were just always listening to Joe Rogan on our way to spring ball practice, like, uh, like six months back. And like, you know, we're just like, man, like we, yeah, like dude, that would be so much fun. We could do this. We could do that. Yeah. Whatever. And, um, and then, yeah, then I saw you doing it on the radio show. I'm like, man, like totally want to do that. And I, I, he, he, Joe brought up that idea to me, uh, yo, we should have a podcast. And I'm like, yo, I've always wanted to have a podcast. Cause, so the first time I really got introduced to podcasts was uh, my Spanish teacher in high school, Adrian Castro, name dropping here. He's, uh, he, he's, uh, he went to Kane and he played soccer here and whatnot. He's a head soccer coach back at Long Branch and great guy. But he wanted to start a podcast. I'm like, oh, well, like, what do you need to do? And he's like, oh, you got to just order this and that. And I was like, I thought, like, oh, you got to be big time to be, be in a podcast. But, like, I didn't realize, like, I don't know. I guess I never really knew what it was. So I was like, yo, that's actually pretty dope. And just kept thinking about it, thinking about it. And I started getting into podcasts, Joe Rogan specifically. I liked listening to uh, athletes that he had on and, and war veterans and Navy SEALs, these, like, fucking alpha males you know <laughs> and it was just like so interesting so then i got joe into it and i'm like yo joe you got to listen to this podcast and he would he would listen to the whole podcast listen to other one like, yo matt you got to listen to this one like this one's crazy and then we just started like that just took off and then by the end of the semester joe had ordered the microphone the soundboard and everything and he was like yo like we just got one one day in the summer. Let's just ball, go for it. Yeah, yeah that's how it was. That's how that's. I remember when Joe came to me. Joe was like, yeah. Joe was like, yo, what did you do for this? What'd you do for that? How'd you get this? I said, bro, I was provided with this. I was lucky enough to be provided with this. But you know, once he started going, I could tell he was serious. And then he got you on board. I was like, All right, Matt and Joey are on board together. It's gonna happen. <laughs> that's the thing. I was like, if Matt and Joey are on board together, it's gonna happen. So. I was like, so, you know, I was happy to help people. But I've always, that's the other thing I want my show. I want to help people. Always been like that my whole life. I want to help people and realize, like, hey, you can go through things, but this is how you got to get up and, Hell yeah. and work. You know, this is how you're going to have to do what you got to do. And it helps myself, too. I like I like learning about people in different situations. Right? I like picking people's brains. That's the whole thing. If you ask anyone, anyone I talk to when I talk on the show, 
hey, I want to pick his brain. I want to pick her brain, right? I want to pick this person because it's all about learning because I'm very, I like learning with people. So when Joe came to me and said it, I want to do it. I told him like, I told him when you do it, just have fun. Just don't, don't go in and think like, I want to get this point across. You might, but have fun with it. Don't stress yourself. When you don't get something. If you don't get everything in, it's okay. Have fun with it. So I, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm very happy you guys are keeping up with them. Happy guys, you are doing it because you guys are doing a great job. You know, and it's a, and obviously it's gonna be times with this learning experience. You might, you know, not want to do it some days, or you know, you might, you know, not know what to say. Sometimes that's okay. You know, you're not gonna always have the perfect words, but. If you just keep working at it, it's going to come naturally. And once you keep going, it's just like everything else. You guys just keep going have fun with it. Yeah. That uh, leads us into our first uh, icebreaker here. Oh, baby. <laughs> J-Bell, do you fold your pizza? Oh, Jesus. Yes. I fold my pizza. I never – I was always – I never could just eat it straight like that. I always had to fold my pizza. So, yes, I do fold my pizza. How about you, Joseph? Come on. Of course I fold my pizza. Now – this is like any type of pizza. Like, Absolutely. like I, I you fold every pizza. If because like you're eating a big ass Sicilian slice, you're folding that shit. Sicilian slice? Um, no. If it's the square pizza, I can't. I don't always know the names. I'm a fat dude. I probably yeah. don't know all the names. But yeah, I mean, we don't here. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't. If it's a square slice, no, I'm not folding. But if it's a the regular triangle slice, even if it has a lot of topping on, because I'm a big pepperoni, like whatever, or if it's like. You know, if it's a slice from Aunt Pizza, mm -hmm. uh, and it's the little like, yeah, like I don't know how to really rectangular. Know, rectangular. Yeah, yeah, I know I'm not folding that, but if it's a triangle, then yes, I fold anything else that I can't isn't like so, a triangle or I can't grip really. I'm mm -hmm. So, so personally, I will fold the plain slice, but if it has toppings on it, I'm not folding it because then I feel like it messes up the toppings. You know, okay, like, well, listen, I that's not a terrible and thing to say. Perfect, <laughs> per, like personally, I like I don't like. If you watch Dave Portnoy, I don't like the flop. Like, yeah, I, I, I like crispy pizza. I don't like soggy pizza. Like, yeah. I like perfect pizza. It has a good, like, undercarriage. Mm -hmm. Nice, Absolutely. nice little yeah. crisp to it. So when you pick it up, there's no flop. You don't have to fold it. You, yeah. you fucking yeah. take a bite. I'm just so used to folding yeah. it because that's just. Now, if I it has it. flop, so, I'm probably not going to eat it or I got to fold it. Yeah. So, so when I was younger, like, um, I was not taught to fold it so, you know, it wouldn't get that messy or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, yeah, so I always ate it like that. But like I was a pretty big kid, so I was I always wanted to eat. I would uh I started experimenting and I like I can had I convinced myself if I didn't fold it, I was eating more pizza. <laughs> Cuz I wouldn't eat all of it like in, <laughs> in one bite. So, so I would uh so I would um uh, leave it open, and then I was, I thought I got full faster. Uh, I, I've never done that. I I get the messy. Like I I was messy, you know. But um, the <laughs> that last round, that's, that's something new. The one thing I I do cringe for, and sometimes I do, not as much as I used to when I was younger. People eating pizza with a fan. Actually, I do that. I I have what? done that. Yeah. I yeah. I did that a lot, so I never because I was well, when it's like, too hot, dude. You gotta get a full. So I I rather eat it, bro. bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta do. <laughs> make sure because nah. it's like I never because it's like that's just like to me. It's like it's like it's one of those like I just never can eat with a fork in a night and just I I've moved, away, I've moved away from it. It's okay, it's but 
Yeah, I used to do that. Okay, I mean, listen, you know, I'm not the one to judge. I do a lot of weird things with pizza. Now, if there's a slice that's like really messy, dude, if there's a messy slice, like the bruschetta slices, they got mad tomatoes and shit on it. I'm cutting that shit with a fork and a knife and I'm eating it. Because I don't want it to get everywhere, you know? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to tell you an embarrassing story about pizza. My boy knows. Uh, My boy who's actually here with us, he knows. It's absolutely one of my worst. I've had some fat, fat moments. This is like top tier fat. (laughs) I've had fat, fat moments. I was a fat kid. I was even fatter kid on the other. So so it it was me, my boy John. I think my other boy John, right? It was was a couple of me, my John. John squared. Yeah, John squared. Wow. Kyle, we went to this pizza spot. I grew up on pizza spot. Love the spot. It's called Mr. Sante's. Love this place. Where was it at? It's in Greenbrook, uh, next to this. You know where Sonic is? You ever been to, there's a Sonic next to it? It's like right down 22. Oh, dude, we went to that mm-hmm. Sonic, right? No? We went to one in North. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, we went, so, we went, I got a one pizza slice, and I got a, a big cup of blue cheese. And oh. I, and I dipped, I dipped the pizza, if you can see his face now, he's telling me I dipped the whole slice in, like, the blue cheese, so it's all just blue cheese all over the pizza. And I just stuffed it in my face. It was nasty all over the place. Blue cheese in my face. I had a little bit of beard, so it was just blue cheese in my beard on my nose everywhere. You just willingly? It's willingly. And it's you stuff. liked it? Loved it. I actually loved it. You, I, you'd I, do it again? No, no. I think I've gotten past that. Why? Is it because you're embarrassed? or No, you... it's just really too messy. And like, okay. See, listen, listen, listen. Hear me out here, right? <laughs> You go fork and a knife, right? You oh, no. See, nah, I can't. You dip it in the blue cheese. Listen, not a bad idea. It's a great idea. It's a great idea. It's a clean idea. It's, clean, it's, it's not, a clean idea. There you go. Clean it's not idea. the right way. But I'll still, if, listen, I'm not, so, like, I love me a buffalo chicken slice with blue cheese on it. So. And I put extra blue cheese on it, I have no problem. But in that moment, and after, I've, and after seeing the video, I was like, Jesus, this is crazy. So, so question. When you eat wings, are you blue cheese or are you blue cheese? Guy? Not even a question. Wow. Yeah, blue That's, cheese, buffalo, I'm, teriyaki. I'm a big, cheese. I'm a big ranch guy. I uh, yeah. I don't like blue cheese. I, I, like I to the point where like, what's a big rivalry? Mustard and ketchup. No, like like sports rivalry. Uh, Michigan, Ohio State. <laughs> Michigan, Ohio, Michigan, Ohio State. <laughs> How they hate each other? Yeah. That's how I am at Ranch. I'm on Ranch. I'm on fucking. I'm on Michigan. Oh, I and blue cheese, Ohio so State. Man. Call me Ohio State. I don't even. The thing is, I don't hate Ranch. Like I've had. So me and Marcus. Fat, Joe's a fat. <laughs> I thought. I thought you were talking. About. <laughs> so me and Marcus, we made wings in our room, and we were. I always had the blue. And, the, and we made wings in our room, and I went downstairs and I got blue cheese, and the blue cheese for me was just stuck. Couldn't get it out. So I was like, I'm The wing was stuck in the Bluetooth? No, the Bluetooth was stuck in the bottle. Oh, the, oh, the, the, the I, went the I went to the cat and I, and I filled a hole to go trip blue cheese and ranch. And I couldn't get it out. So I was like, fuck it. I just started pounding the ranch and just mixing it. And honestly, when you mix them, you can't really taste the difference. Mm. Unless it's, and that, I mean, and again, we're talking about a calf. So it's yeah, like yeah, not yeah. high quality ranch, not high quality blue cheese. Couldn't really taste the difference. I don't, I'm not opposed to this. I grew up liking ranch more than anything. I put ranch on almost everything. I don't know, something about blue cheese is switch. So when it comes to wings, I'm eating blue cheese all day. Like, not even a question about blue cheese. Here's, oh, yeah. here's a crazy thing I feel like, because I got into blue cheese first, and I always picked blue cheese. So around like, so around like, um, 
senior year, I want to say. Like, going into senior year, and I started getting both ranch and blue cheese, and you know, I got switching between. So you were getting both? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, like it, it was fun. And then something just clicked, and I just went ranch all day ever since. <laughs> so, um, a little bit of current events. This is sport news right here. Uh, uh the Wisconsin women's volleyball. Oh, team. Jesus. Did you guys hear about this? I heard about it. I heard about so, it. So, Jibba, how about you take take it? What happened? So, basically, they won in 2021. They won the year, their national championship for women's volleyball. And um, Was it the national championship? I think it was the Big Ten championship. Big Ten championship. Okay, Big Ten championship. They went to the locker room and, you know, I don't know how to explain this. Uh, I'm so used to my show not saying some of these things. Um, so I, they basically take off the shirts. There's a video, put photo of them. Their bras off, titties all out, nipples hanging. <laughs> uh, you know, they're dancing around, twerking on each other, booty shaking, all yeah. this being crazy. Like, and it, and it actually, yeah, it's it's uh, it's crazy. It's pretty big right now because they're getting in trouble for it. And I'm, I, I see some of them on TikTok, and like they don't, they don't have a care in the world. They're just no. embracing it. It's funny for to them. But another thing is, uh. If you're like posting the pictures that like online or like you're copying and pasting them, like they can find like they said there's a report out that like you can get into like federal trouble wow. if like you post them and like they find trace it back to you, which is pretty insane. You see the like pictures getting taken down everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. I've just never seen like anything like that. Like, yeah, I've never. Seen, I, yeah, I, I'm um, sure it's happened before, but like this is the first team that it's gotten out. Yeah, it's the which, first. That's, team that's, that's insane. Out. I think so. What a lot of people were saying that there's, there's it's a former girl that was on the team. That I guess just not on the team anymore. I guess they're saying like they just didn't like one another, so she just said, "Fuck it, boom." Like and they and I saw I've seen the pictures. I haven't seen the video yet. I just know about the video. I don't know if you guys seen the video. I I haven't seen really seen anything. I've seen the pictures. The picture is it's a, and it's nothing. None of it is really like crazy. Like. Bunch of females doing female things. I'm around female all the time, so it's like when it comes to like nothing like for me is crazy. Like twerking on each other, see that at a party, kissing each other, see that at a party. Not saying they kiss. Yeah, each other but like they, they went above and beyond. Like yeah. there had to have been someone on the team that was like, I'm not partaking in that. Like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, but like uh, see, yeah, there it is. That, that's the picture. Oh Jesus, a lot of tits. Wow, yeah. tits and nips. But uh, uh like. You're, so you were saying like it was someone on the inside? I think it has to be because it's like no guy was in there. Well, they've no, obviously, the they obviously no sent these no, pictures no coach, out. No guys were in there. They had to have sent these pictures out to people. I think it was probably within the team because I, I would. Well, well, then what's the point of taking the pictures? I just because like it's a team thing. Like obviously, but, no, so like if you take the pictures, they've got, obviously got to be going to someone. If and if if it's just a team thing, why take the pictures? Why not just? I mean, I, 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 so you think like maybe? Sorry. Why, why take videos of us yeah. dancing in the locker rooms and like having fun in, with music? So you think that's like, different, though. So you, so you think so? Yeah. What, what, are you thinking like? Oh, because okay. oh, we're not fucking naked. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. No, like, no. So you think first of all, whatever happened, how it ever happened, the females, whoever sent it out, was a piece of crap. Because I feel like when it comes yeah. to locker room, and we know this from being athletes, whatever happens in the locker room stays in the locker. Yeah, like, and think about it. Like yeah. there, there's showers in the locker room. Mm-hmm. People shower after practice. Yeah. 
There's no pictures being taken of people like in the shower or walking to the shower. And there's no problem. I feel like if you and there's no take, problem with that. I feel like if you have a team picture of you, listen, girls. There's are, a team picture of them all naked. I'm, if they want to do that, that's perfectly fine. Like if they want to do that, and here's where I'm thinking what you're saying. Cause I, I'm now I'm thinking more. It's gotta be. It I think it was probably. I think it was probably. Oh, girl took a picture. Blah blah. Had a good time with it, and then they probably sent that to one of their friends or something. Yeah, and and there was also. I'm pretty sure there was also pictures in the the hotel room of them, okay, like so yeah, uh, certain didn't... girls. So like, it had to have been one girl that started it. I, I figured. I I think it's one girl. Yeah, that's that's insane. Though. I think it's one girl that either a team or players or something, and it was like, you know what? I'm gonna mess y'all up. Cool, Because yeah. now I'm gonna show them. again. If I'm the girls, I'm not. You know, I I don't see the girl. I don't know. Girls get in trouble is kind of crazy. It's like, listen, we're yeah. locker room. Maybe we didn't do not. anything crazy. Like, there's a the boys' high school team was talking about them doing slavery or slavery jail. Oh yeah, that's I more. That. I think like okay, that can't be done again. Shouldn't come out the locker room when it comes. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't. Nothing See, we maybe there's room. just something that we're missing here that like a girl can explain. It's a, it's so like maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we just need to – next time we have a girl on the show, we'll ask about it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. A girl athlete. A girl athlete. Yeah, because I kind of – Or maybe I, we'll, like, you know. No bullshit. I don't, no bullshit. I kind of want to pick a girl athlete's mind about that. I, mean, I think I'm going to text my athlete something. What, what is the – like, how prevalent is this? I yeah, feel like, like has this ever happened? <laughs> like, has this ever happened? Because I, I won't be surprised if girl goes, yeah. Because it's like y'all are all comfortable with each other. I mean, we've had guys in our from the shower – do some crazy stuff to me, yeah, but we, that comes from around us. I'm not saying, but, like, enjoy it, but, like, it's just not I, I get, we're boys, like, we, we know, like, I, I like, we, if, if me and you are shower, we both know, without even saying anything, like, we would never take a picture of each other naked. Yeah, yeah but this wasn't, like, this wasn't, like, this wasn't, like, oh, he's in the they, shower. They snapped, the, they snapped the picture with Listen, this, was this was, them teaming up as a group photo, yeah. taking a picture, having someone take the picture. Yeah. You know, this was Titties and nips. Hey, yeah, this is crazy. But I just feel bad, like, that, like if your girl was on that team, like, yeah. some, listen, yeah. I mean, so, honestly, some girls do not care, which is yeah. crazy. But listen, I think the whole situation is kind of crazy. And stuff. I, I saw, I remember seeing on TikTok, there were like memes of them. Like, what are they talking about? And yeah. I actually explained it. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Did yeah, yeah. I look it up? Yes, because I was intrigued. I was intrigued. You did your research. It's not wrong. I'm doing more research. I was like, that's no way that actually happened. Like someone, I don't know. Maybe just because the athlete is like, what stays in our Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, talk about uh, playing the movie in your head all the time, right? <laughs> if a movie was to be made about you, I love this. Who would you choose to play your role and why? That's a good question. So. Fun fact, I've always wanted a biopic about myself. I love biopics. I've always wanted a biopic about myself. Now, who would play me as a current actor? I'm trying to think of a bigger actor, a big actor. Not like big time, but like a bigger, bigger, heavy actor. Because um, <laughs> it's like, I'm not having no skinny guy. But that's, that's Vince Wilfork. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh. Nice. Oh, yeah. Who goes there? Garrett. 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 All right. What were you saying? Um, Vince Wilfork, dude. I feel like Vince is. You too gotta big. go, Vince Wilfork. It's gotta be. A, it's gotta be a football movie. 
It would definitely be that. I honestly, if we're going off like different stuff from the football standpoint, I love Dexter Lawrence. New York Giants defensive tackle. I love him. Uh, He's a big dude. Um, a trainer Liv compared me to him. I was on cloud nine. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 you act and play like Dexter. I, I almost cried. Uh, but I he think, got called for uh, his senior year when they played Vama in the championship. He wasn't allowed to play in the game because he had uh, PEDs damn. in the system. Yeah. I don't know. If Illegal play, substances. Illegal substances. I, I don't know if he cleaned it. I don't, I don't do any of that. It's a hard question. But the NCAA has a lot of substances that are illegal. Yeah. That can come up. Like uh, Will Greer went to a GNC store down in Miami. Or oh, I heard in, about the story. Where, what was he, Florida or yeah. Miami? Something like that. He got a normal protein powder, was taking the mm-hmm. protein, went to go get substance tested and came came up positive. He's mm-hmm. dude, he's taking a supplement from GNC. Yeah. So there's a lot of supplements in NCAA that are not good yeah. or that, that, that are banned. Celsius energy drinks. Oh yeah. Really? Banned in the NCAA. There's a supplement that's banned. Interesting. So it could have been something like that, but it also could have been something other than that. I he's a big know. dude, so So I'm looking now. While while you're looking, mm-hmm. Joe. Yeah. Answer the same question. Uh, if I had, if someone could play me in a movie, in a movie, who would it be? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Yeah. No. It'd be different. No, you, you got Kevin Hart. Play you, it's you? it's got to be. It's, it's got to be, be like, a white dude that looks like you that can like. I I personally, I'm going Kevin James. That's what I was with me. Kevin yeah. James. That's what that's what I wrote on my uh, football roster. Yeah, Kevin James, dude. Because because yeah. uh, I, I had the same uh, question. What do you guys think about me? You, uh, uh, what's his name? Oh my God! Why is uh, why is his? Hold on, I'm looking this guy up. He's a little more. Uh, what movies is he in? Oh. He's a little more jacked. I don't think jacked. Um, I was thinking personally Kevin James, but Jason Momoa. Who the hell is that? Jason. Let me see. <laughs> Let me see. Nah, no shot. If you're gonna go him, might as well go Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess what? Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, Fat Thor. Fat Thor. Yeah. That's what I call. That's what I call him freshman year. Yeah. So yeah. I guess what? I'm gonna go for me. I guess I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Keenan Thompson. Oh, that's a oh, good one. That's a good one. That's a good I'm going to go Keenan Thompson. I feel like I – obviously, I watched Keenan Thompson. He's a very good actor. I feel like I'm just off the top of my dome just looking at certain things. I couldn't remember. I, I'm going Keenan Thompson. He's a hilarious, big personality. Hell, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go Keenan Thompson. Him or uh, Tracy Morgan? Tracy Morgan, yeah, probably. I want to be a heavy set dude, though. I want to be a heavier set dude than Keenan yeah. Thompson. Keenan Thompson's not as big as he used to be. Yeah. So a younger Keenan Thompson, though. Yeah. Yeah, when Keenan Jonah Thompson Hill for Joe. Jonah Hill for Joe. Jonah Hill for Joe. Old Jonah Hill. War dogs, Jonah Hill. War dogs. I'm not that big. War dogs, Jonah Hill. What do you call it? Uh, <laughs> dude, Ke- when Keenan Thompson was on the Victorious and iCarly ah! special, bro, <laughs> it was so that funny. Was nah, definitely. I, like I said, I've also always wanted to buy him. 
I think I love bio, I love biopics myself. I just I watched the Elvis one. Uh, I, is know, it good? I, I thought it was alright. Really? It was all right. I I went to go see it with John. He, he he wasn't a big fan of it. I got Marcus. Marcus, what you, you didn't think? What do you think? Of it? I I'm just I'm not a big Elvis guy, so I couldn't. I'm not. I wasn't either, but I just I like I watched the Biggie Smalls one. That's my favorite. One of my favorite yeah. movies are Notorious. You are Biggie, dude. I love Biggie. Yeah. I love Biggie. You, you are the Notorious. Yeah. The biggest thing, the biggest thing I hated from the Elvis movie was how they had modern music, and a lot of people did. But it's like that's just I, I, just to draw. Like Doja Cat draws people in, so like Eminem draws people in. So I I understand that, but like just the movie itself, the guy who could like. I think Austin Butler did an amazing job. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what I think you would be really good at is like editing. Editing. You have oh. like you have a good vision, and like you know, like like if you wanted to go edit a highlight tape for our football team, I feel like it would be very good. Oh, yeah. Or I like I, if you wanted to go edit a short edit a short film for a class, I think you'd be pretty good at. I think I'd be pretty good at directing. Yeah, directing that editing. too. Because I watch I watch a lot of uh, highlight tapes on. You have a good vision for yeah. uh, for things like that. Yeah, because it's like I I usually that, that takes talent, bro. Yeah, I because I actually in um here's a, another fun fact about me in eighth grade I wrote a thirty page play in less than a month, Damn. and I knew how to do it. I actually have a lot of movie ideas as well. So like I've always that's something else I kind of dip my toes into. I got my friends have asked me like he's a director, he does short films, so I've given him a few ideas here and there, and he's taking ideas and concepts. You know, even because I'm also I used to, I wanted to be in creative writing before I got into communication, so that's where I guess that comes from. Yeah. I always love make I love I would if I really knew how to do it, I'd make us a sick highlight tape to play on the big screen. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yo, honestly though, bucket list ideas. What is yours? I, so personally, my bucket list thing is I want to go to every NFL stadium and watch a game. Yeah, that's definitely on one Every of my... MLB stadium. Like, we, we've always, like, me and my friend Tracy, other co-hosts mm-hmm. at the Game Check right now, we've always wanted to do that. Heck, yeah. We, we, we always wanted to do that. So, you know, that I, I think that's one thing on my bucket list to do. Plus, you get to go to some cool places. Like, you mm-hmm. want to go to Miami Dolphins game. You're in Miami. You want to yeah. go to a L.A. Chargers game and a Rams game. Like, mm-hmm. you're in L.A. You want to go to Kansas City? Yeah, that's yeah. great area to be in. You know, yeah. like Nashville for the Tennessee game. Mm-hmm. Plus, they're getting a they're they're getting a brand new stadium as long as Buffalo. Buffalo just unveiled the new stadium. It like, looks really pretty. Yeah, it's it's that's that. I think that's a good thing, especially yeah. as a sports guy. Yeah. Um, um. So I've been fortunate enough to be in a lot of stadiums. I got, yeah. My last stadium was that when I went to Vegas for the draft. I got. To yeah. Not every year, but it was just an event. Um, but I I went to Allegiant Stadium, very pretty, very beautiful stadium. I've been to Giant Stadium, I've been to Dallas Cowboys Stadium, I've been to the Miami Dolphins Hard Rock Stadium, I've been to Baltimore Stadium, I've been to the I've been, I'm trying to think where else. So it was like five. I can't think of anything else. I've been to a couple to Pittsburgh? Stadiums. No, I do want to go there. I do want to go there. I do want to go to the new stadium. That's definitely one of them. Another one is um, bucket list wise. I want to buy my mom a house or buy something in a very expensive range. Yeah. It's also on my yep. bucket list. Um, I kind of. I also want. There's like a lot. I have a lot. And more of them is more like career wise. Uh, I definitely want to travel. Like 
I travel to Dominican. I've been to the Dominican Republic tomorrow. I love that. I want to go to like Europe. I want to travel to Europe. Uh, I don't know. I've never really thought about it. I just always spread it. Uh, definitely. I want to. I want to meet LeBron. That's also on my bucket list. I want LeBron James. So you're more of a LeBron over MJ. I think I think we were arguing about that. Yeah, I argue about it a lot, all the time. <laughs> a lot. Um, I have a, a lot of them is also athletes. Like I want to meet Saquon Barkley really bad. Like I want to meet, like I met Eli when I met Eli. Crossed that one off. I met him when I first actually came to Canaan the first time. I came okay. here. Um, I actually wanted to meet your quarter. I want to meet Aaron Rodgers. I always want to meet Aaron Interesting Rogers. guy. Interesting. I want. I would love to. Interesting character. Tom Brady. There are uh, news. A little bit of NFL news. He, uh, they're in trade negotiations with the Panthers right now for DJ Moore. Yeah, I heard. I saw that. Um, only thing about DJ Moore is the the Panthers would have thirty five million dollars in dead cap. So it's like. And that's good for the Packers. Though. That's they, good they, for they the they Packers. They just traded away. Uh, they're they're trying to get draft capital and they want to rebuild. Yeah, it's just and they got they got a young core right now. Yeah, with it's just Brian Burns. It's, and, it's just for the Panthers. It's like, do you want to lose thirty five million dollars? See, I I think I don't know if this works, but can't you like transfer the top the contracts over? You can transfer the contracts, but the dead cap you can't. That just stays with the team. And what's what's the what's the dead cap? The dead cap is like basically like it's a sense of like the guaranteed money to other. Contract. So they, they they owe him thirty five million right now. Yeah. So and they, they, so that that would come off of his contract. That would come off his contract, but they would lose that in the signing. So they have because I saw something today where if he was traded to the Packers or somewhere else, mm-hmm. that team would pay him, I think like nine hundred thousand dollars this year, like sixteen million next year, or no twenty million next year, and then sixteen million and then sixteen million. That's still a lot. Of money. That's a lot of money. You would take as a team, way too much money. But obviously, like a lot of that contract was backloaded because they did that on his rookie deal. Mm-hmm. But whatever that guaranteed money was, they had, and whatever other money they had involved, that they would lose in dead cap. So mm-hmm. you're getting him at a very cheap price, but the camp is going to lose in 35 minutes. For well, a team that's rebuilding, that's like that's a lot of money. But you are getting a lot. You are getting. So I don't money. think I don't think they're the Packers are going to give up a first round pick for him, and I don't. I, and I think they could still get him without giving up a first round pick. Because they just get they just gave Christian Christian McCaffrey away for a second, third, and fourth, and a fifth. Yeah, the only problem with that is the only reason I could save them giving the first have one in the first is one they wanted Brian Burns for two first, and I think DJ Moore brings more value to the team than Brian Burns. On top of that, Christian McCaffrey is very injury prone. So if you got have a guy that's very injury prone, you can't really argue first or pick. On top of that, he's a running back, so it's like you know they're not as valued as they used to be, especially because. You can literally go in the draft and see this year we just drafted Brees Hall. And Brees Hall is a stud. He's been the best running back in college football. Right? Travis Etienne, we drafted the Jaguars. He was drafted a stud. stud. James Robinson's gone. And There's a lot of guys out. coming out of college that are studs. Yeah. So, especially at the running back position, you can find someone like that. Like, I've always said guys like a Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Berkeley, well, some of those guys are just so hard to find. Like, we've seen, because they, in fact, they have almost everything. You can find another. You can, and maybe, and even Derrick Henry, because he's six foot, what's six foot three, something like that. Those guys are rare. But like AJ Dillon's in the world, you can find them. Aaron Jones, you can find another one. So, but like, obviously, you don't lose what you have if you have it and it's at a good rate. 
I'm just saying if I'm looking at the DJ Moore situation, I'm saying I understand why they would want a first because he's never been injured. He's I would had, give up a first for him. Shit. I, Especially in a Packers organization right now. Yeah, the way I things think the, are going. The only thing they're missing is a receiver. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Think about it. Honestly, they, they're missing a – Last year, a they're a top contender with a, with the best receiver in football, yeah. But, like, the only thing they're missing right now is a receiver. They mm-hmm. lost – the only thing they really lost from last year was a receiver. Yeah. And right now, they're losing games to scrub teams by a lot of points. Uh and those teams are able to just man up on the outside and just bring blitz. Yeah, absolutely. And the young guys are making mistakes, and if you put a veteran in that in those roles, then you know. Absolutely, and I, I understand that. I think that would be great. I mean, I personally, as a Giants fan, would love to add Jerry Judy or DJ, DJ Moore. Yeah. Well, I think they're going to add someone because they just got rid of Kadarius Tony. So yeah. I think Jerry Judy at, or Chase Claypool, or AJ. Green, I hope like, if, Chase, if Chase Claypool comes in, be mad. I, I want him to stay on the Steelers. I don't you, really you like, want him on the Steelers. I don't team? really like Chase Claypool. I think they should get get rid of him. I think so as well. What they can get. I've never been a big. I he drops a his, lot of balls. His first year I was cool with it. Second, third year I've been like, I feel like Pickens just so much better. Pickens is uh, pretty good, I, but I, I listen. I'm not more uh, sports illiterate as you guys, but yeah. from what I've seen, it's. Uh, George Pickens and um, and uh, what's that other guy's name? Number eighteen. Uh, Deontay Johnson. Yeah, like just running the house. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. That's why yeah. I think they could trade away Chase Claypool. They're not going to get much for him. They're going to get like a third round pick, maybe. And that's, nobody's going to give him a first or a second. I think that's valuable third round pick. Yeah. Man. So yeah, interesting stuff going on in the league right now. My team's needle. I think the Giants should go out and get a better. They have no better leadership in that room. Uh, I mean, we got a couple. I mean, we got – we're talking about veterans. I feel – I, I count the veterans. You've been in the league for like five, six years. Because at that point, you – Good – all right. Let me rephrase. They got no good veterans on their on their <laughs> roster. Only good veterans? Sorry. See, I'm talking to a Giants fan here. I forgot. <laughs> I'm trying to think. He's going to say Sterling Shepard is Williams a good veteran. Leonard Williams is a good veteran. In the, in the receiver room. In the receiver about. room? No. They got a bunch of you got guys. Sterling Shepard is the most – has been there the longest. Yeah, I, yeah, but I think Sterling, Sterling Shepard is. I don't think he's very good. You don't think? I, think I don't he's think he's very good. I think consistent. Consistently bad. Yeah. You think? <laughs> I agree. You think he's consistently bad? I yes, think. I agree. I I totally think he's a consistently bad receiver. I he, listen. He I'm is the saying. best receiver in the worst receiver room in the league. Listen, he goes yeah. to another receiver room. He's the worst receiver in that you, room. You think? So you're telling me if he went? So let's say healthy, you traded him to the Packers. You. Would, I, th- I don't not- think I don't think he's a first second I don't think he's a first or second best receiver on that room. But, but, isn't, but isn't Rogers like pretty good at making uh, average receivers looking better? Yeah, he is. But it's he he also does that when when receivers are able to catch the ball and, and like, Sterling the Shepard right Sterling Shepard doesn't has a very high catch rate. He's one of the most consistent receivers in the league for the past couple years. Went on the field. He's been a security blanket for Daniel Jones. So I'm not saying he's a – I would never say you're telling me. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you he's a top 20 receiver. I'm not saying, maybe not even top 30. But nah, he's I like feel a like, top 100 maybe. That's crazy. Wait, in the league right now? In the league right now? I mean I – na- I can name 30 receivers that are better than – You probably could. I'm, I'm saying he's a good second option. I've never claimed him to be a first one. Odell left and he was our first. I'm like, eh, I don't know about that one. I don't even think he was your second when Odell was there. No, nah, he was because who else was there? Oh yeah, we had Odell. He's not very good, dude. 
I don't know about not being great. I, like, he's not very good. He, he catches a lot of balls. He just can't stay healthy. That's the only thing he can't stay healthy. He catches a lot of balls. Route running is not. Sterling Shepard is not very good. I don't it's, know. It's, it's Darius Slayton. You just, think Darius is better than? No, it's no. probably just the Giants' pride. In no, it's, it's not the Giants. Bro, I. Dude, I'll tell you right now. Like, I got. Listen, I'm not ever going to disrespect anyone's opinion, especially when it comes to the Giants. Right? Listen, as a guy who consistently watches them every Sunday, I love Sterling Shepard. I love the energy he brings. I know. I never said I don't love him. I just don't think he's that good. I think he's. I don't. I'm not going to sit here and say he's. All world, but I don't think I would. I'm okay. I will take him in as my second or third receiver. He catches the ball. But he's their number one receiver. When was the last time he had a, a thousand yard season? He hasn't because he's been injured. Exactly. I'm not, but every okay. That's every aspect of your game right there being injured. Injury, yeah. And I injuries, yeah. Like, I'm saying when healthy, he's a very valuable receiver. I'm not gonna say he's great. I'm not gonna say right. he's I can, valuable. I can, he's a valuable receiver in the Giants organization. I think he would be a valuable person in, I think he's. He goes to the Steelers. He's a three. If he goes to he's a, no, he goes to the Steelers. He's like a four. I think he's a, he take he him. got you Chase Claypool, George him, Pickens, Pickens Deontay Johnson, and then Sterling Shepard. You wouldn't take him over Claypool. No, really, I would take him over Claypool. Is Claypool just Claypool's a child? Claypool's a child. Listen, he's been in the organization for years. Three years. He's a child. He, he he's a child. Sterling Shepard is a consistent professional. Does what he has to do, and he catches the ball at an extremely high rate. I'm not saying take away injuries. Injuries plays a huge factor, right? I'm not taking that away at all. That's why I, you know, for what he's done for my the organization as a leader, coming every year. And I'm just not. I'm not doubting any of that. I'm just telling you that I, personally, my opinion. I don't think he's very good. Listen, I mean, he's a great receiver in the Giants organization. He goes anywhere I'm else. He's a not great, a great receiver. Can, <laughs> he's a perfect, plain simple. I think I, I listen. Sony Shepard is not a person always going to have conversations. You know, you should, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As long as we can all agree that MJ is better. I agree with that. Who? I don't uh, know. Those are the big uh, Mr. Michael Jordan. No, we're not getting into I'm not getting into that. That's, that's, a, that's a long argument I get yeah. into every week. but Every so, week? Every week. Yeah, I, it, there's no need for that. Argument. There's no need for that right now. I have no problem putting that argument. I can I can tell you if you want if you want to talk about the Giants, I can tell you Daniel Jones was never the problem. Was never the problem? Then who was the problem? I'm not. I just wonder who you think the problem was. And past year, last year, yeah. O line, Saquon wasn't performing. No receivers. Defense wasn't great. So this year, great defense, great offensive line. Saquon is the MVP of that team. Mm-hmm. So Daniel, Daniel Jones has no receivers right now. He's putting the ball on the money. So Daniel, They're dropping it. Daniel Jones, I don't ever think was – I think at times wasn't always the problem. I think there were games and moments where he had time and time and he would throw the ball at a bad rate. But I also blame a lot of coaching. I blame a lot of it on coaching. Like, you guys got a good coach this year. Exactly. Daniel Jones, look at him. I, I never thought good. he was consistently problem. I saw I kept giving him chance after chance. I'm like, Jason Garrett – Calling terrible play calls. Golden Tate said himself. Golden Tate said he hated Jason Garrett's play call because he didn't he didn't perform it to the players. He performed it like, hey, I've been successful for this long, so you're gonna do what I say. You can't do that, right? I was talking to Coach G about this. He said, I, I told him you can't take a spread quarterback and make him in a run power offense. It's just he doesn't work with his attributes, and that's what he wanted to do. Saquon being injured didn't help because he didn't have someone consistent to do. Yeah, but even last year Saquon wasn't that injured. He 
He, but he also didn't have a great year. Like he didn't have if a you great look year. at Saquon from last year and you look at him from this year, oh, absolutely. Last year he was a seventy overall. This year he's a ninety nine. Like I'm, I'm, that guy so, is that guy is a totally different running back. Saquon in and think, that offensive line, Andrew Thomas is the MVP of the league right now. You think he's like MVP? he all, he has the highest. He's the highest PFF ranking. Highest PFF ranking in the league. In the league, ninety one point three. Obviously, as an O lineman, that's think, insane. I think he's the best. And, and Trent Williams had that last year, and he got all this, all this record. Yeah, it's recognition. just like, it's because like, he's just on the Giants and they're on the San Francisco and they've been very successful. Andrew Thomas is the best left tackle. Is the best tackle in football. As a lineman last football year, lineman. the best left tackle in football is Andrew Thomas. And I'm not even a Giants fan. That's not Trent Williams. Uh, Andrew Thomas is having a way better year than I think. Yeah. So anybody. So. So Saquon also, I think the I I've always said this for positions that cut and do a lot of different things, it takes two years to come off an ACL and be Because O-Lyman, yeah. it just takes weight just just distribution and like just fluctuating your weight. But I feel like that comes back with more game reps. Oh, like yeah. Cutting, getting hit consistently in the knee. We're not gonna hit consistently these linemen, offense or defense. It doesn't take as much. But corner any skill position ACL, I think two years because you're you're cutting, you're moving, hmm. you're shifting side to side. And we'll shake, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that like his injuries didn't play a factor in his yeah, play, yeah. but, but no, this but year like he's he, just on he, a different level he's than he's level. ever been. Exactly. This year he's on a yeah. different level than he was. Defensively, his I feel year, like where he had two thousand scrimmages. Defensively, I feel like we, I feel like we're just on the field a lot. So it's like they're not consistently staying off the field. So it's just offense was three out, three out, three out. You know what I'm saying? Field zone. So everything plays a factor. Everything plays a factor. A lot of people don't understand that. Yeah, I field position. Yeah, field behind the sticks. Just scoring, yeah. at a, scoring at a consistent. When you don't rate. have a high-powered offense, you need to consistently get three to four yards mm-hmm. a play mm-hmm. to get you out of that third and long. Yeah, absolutely. Especially absolutely. when you don't have a good third-down offense, a third and long is going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, and I feel like that was the problem with the Giants this year. It's a problem with us, Kane uh, University, Kane. right now. Listen, <laughs> if you want, that's a whole thing. If you want to get into, we can get into. It. Yeah. For I mean, we were just talking about Giants football. I mean, this year, you know, we come in different. We've had we've had guys who are winners, right? I think that's what is a factual. Guys that are winners, but guys still proving. We had uh, Brian Dable, who's been in the league for 22 years, had never got a head coach opportunity, and has been on some of the highest levels of coaching, on coaching staffs. Oh, finally, yeah. get a head coach job. Mike Kafka, the QB coach for Patrick Mahomes. QB coach was a QB who got drafted by Andy Reid to get his shine. And then you also have Wink Martindale, who last year, they the, te- they, the Ravens for years and years since he's been there had a top 10 defense. They had a bad defense because their offense wasn't scoring points. So, in fact, he, went, he got fired and which should have never been. And he's like, all right, now I got a point to prove. And he's a winner and they have all points to prove. When you put those together, you are going to create some kind of winning formation. I don't know how much how long this winning is going to keep up, though. It's gonna keep up. I think it's gonna keep up. You guys are six and one, five and one. Six and one. Because we got Seattle next. That's gonna be a tough matchup. I don't think they're gonna be Seattle, dude. Seattle's playing right now. Listen, I, I don't. I'm listen. They're playing ball. I think. I think it's gonna be a very competitive game. You know, but even if we lose that, we got the Texans next. And then we beat the Texans. Lions have not been with the Lions that we're supposed to be. Right? Jared Goff isn't had a terrible slope for the past couple of games. And then you talked about. Uh, I think that's all we have next, and then we have. I think the Lions have a better offense than you guys. You think so? I agree. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be mad about that. I don't think they have a better defense than us, though. I don't think so either. I don't think they have a better defense. Yeah, I, think yeah, defense I just want the Lions to be successful with their. Coach. I would love uh, that. Dan Campbell. Yeah. I think, he, but yeah. I think, I think 
he is this year and next year they're just as bad and they get Bryce Young or they get CJ Stroud is the way things are looking. Or Will Levis out of Kentucky. I don't know. I they think said they, I think said the Giants fun. are going going for Will Levis. No, nah, they they we we I think the way we're going, if we go the way we're going, we're gonna be way too down. I think Dan I think we should pay Daniel. If he's playing at this rate and it's working and he can evolve, he's just getting started. Go get Lamar. <laughs> Go get Lamar. Lamar would be crazy. I think. Lamar, I don't. Th- I don't think Lamar's that good, honestly. I think. I. don't know. I think I like Lamar a lot. I think he's the most dynamic player. In I, football. I think he's he's all right, but like, how long can he keep doing that? What he's doing? I think it just works with that offense. I feel like you. Have yeah, to, but like, how long can he keep doing that? Just run the ball like that. Yeah, he's not yeah, a great passer. He's yeah. a great, great runner. He's a great. Like, I think. I think he's a. Good passer, not a great passer, but a good passer. Because I, I say feel Daniel like had, Jones is a better passer than him. I think Daniel Jones is a better passer. I'm not saying he's a top five passer, but I've seen Lamar pass the ball. I just don't think he has the best receivers at his disposal. Mm-mm. So it's like I, I think agree. if you gave him someone like it, even a Brandon Cooks, or I love Brandon Cooks. I think he would be great for Lamar. Yeah, just a consistent guy who's catching the ball. You have guys who just Rashad Bateman, high draft pick, get injured. Like if he had a guy like. We talked about Seahawks. If you had a guy like Tyler Lockett at his disposal with the receivers he had, someone who's consistent other than Mark Andrews, you know, I just think that offense, that works so well for him. I feel like if yeah. he were to come to the Giants, you have to change the whole offense, which isn't bad, but it doesn't work for who we have as players. No, nah, I don't think they go kill him. I was just Yeah, up. I know. I, that, but that, that was actually thrown out by a lot of people. Like, the Giants should look at Lamar. I think Lamar would be a good fit in the Eagles organization. Someone like the Eagles because they run that style of offense, very power-heavy running, but with better receivers. I think he would work in Miami. No. Nah. You don't think he work in Miami? Yeah. If you take with all that speed, they're a speed offense. Speed I think two speed. is a good fucking quarterback. I know. I think two is a good quarterback. I'm saying they're like, gonna go get anybody. I think two is. They two. don't have the money to go get them. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. So. But. So yeah. yeah. Should go. Well, I think it's time for us to wrap it up. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, you know, I love you. Thank you for coming on. Great uh, talk. Yeah, Great talk in sports. This yeah. is the first like episode where we really talk like a lot of sports. That's, yeah. That's what's up. That's what I do. I do that. Oh, yeah. that best. But I appreciate you guys having me on. Awesome. I always, you guys, like I told you guys before, I was welcome to have uh, back on my show. Um, yeah, I love being on this show. Hope you guys you know keep doing what you're doing. Have great success awesome. with everything as usual. No, you're on uh, ninety point three. Yeah, so you took out my show on ninety point three. Um, FM. Could, FM. Uh, you could follow me on my both my Instagrams. Uh, JBX Radio. JBX Radio is my is is my is my radio show. It's my radio show handle. Um, my link is in the bio. When you if you want to go watch my shows, my show is on every Thursday at four p.m. Uh, I will be renewing it for next seat next semester, uh, and I'll have two. I'm hopefully trying to get two episodes. Cross fingers, two episodes per week. And if you want to follow my regular Instagram, uh, JBell2020. I uh, greatly appreciate it. So yeah, uh, check me out. Heck yeah. Hi, Jay Bell. All right, man. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much.